You're listening to Uncut with Kyle Perry on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hey, welcome back to Uncut. I'm Kyle Perry here with Harrison and Charlie Fisher. Hammer that Honda Lincoln hotline, 402-464-5685. Also, the starter Hammond text line. I would love to hear what you guys got to say. Talking postseason baseball, documentaries, just talking about a couple of new documentaries out on Netflix, including that Dahmer one. That one's a little uh, a little weird. A little weird, man. But uh, well done. Well done, but shoot, man. It's a heavy watch. It's a heavy watch. That's a great way to put it. Very heavy watch, but uh, it almost just sucks you in. Have both of y'all finished it? Have you watched it, Candy? Yeah, yeah. I guess I this did. isn't really spoiling anything, but because in the trailer, the the woman that lives in the apartment that mm-hmm. was trying to call the cops the oh, whole entire time. Glenda Cleveland. Glenda. I did not know that. I mean, I didn't really know too much about Dahmer, but holy cow. Well, I knew. That's. Heavy. I remember hearing early on that there was that kid that uh, that they could have uh, they could have saved. Yeah, like, they brought they could, him back. Yeah, and they're like, and then I guess Dahmer convinced the cops that like, oh, the one that, he was uh, his boyfriend or uncle or something. I don't know. I think he was a boyfriend, and mm-hmm. he was younger, and mm-hmm. she, yeah, know that. Hey, he's fourteen. Like, dude, that is messed up. But yeah, let's get away from the dark stuff, man. I don't want to that <laughs> dark stuff. That, walk that's not what the viewers want to hear. Tonight, yeah, maybe. no kidding, no kidding. We'll hold hands when you go to the car. Um. Well, this might still be kind of dark, but we were talking, me and Charlie, about the Dodgers losing. Uh, when they have that 111 dark, wins. Man. That ain't dark. <laughs> that's, a, that's a beautiful thing to see as a baseball fan. I thought you were a Dodgers guy for some reason. No. No? Okay. Royals. So I'm uh, true oh, okay. blue through and through. Yeah. I I mean, I'm I'm a grit ball. It makes sense. Yeah, no, it was crazy. It was like we were talking about the fact, like, you almost you love to see it, but at the same time, it's like there's such a talented team that was having so much success. It's like, are you on the other side? Because for me, it's like I think it's cool if they finish the job, but it also doesn't phase me that they lost. For some reason, I don't know what it is. Like if the Yankees win, it's like, eh, well, I'm not. Well, a- it goes it, it goes both ways, right? AL NL. Those guys have such market space, right? They can oh, just 100%. they can go out and throw a checkbook at anybody. No, no one wants to. I mean, I guess I'm not. You know. I digress here. Not everyone, but the majority of people do not want to see a team. Yeah, no, like that's fair. E- like like both. Like I said, both ways. Dodgers, Yankees. No one wants to see those guys win, yeah. except the fan, the fan base of those teams. Well, when it comes to teams that can sit there and throw throw money at everyone, and they'll just take it and play for them. You know what? Yeah, what's sucks. Mind, what's mind blowing? You said you're a Royals fan. I'm a Twins fan. Is the Twins like biggest off season question right now is like A, do they want to sign Correa? And B, do they have the money to sign him and other people? And you gotta think like there's teams like the Giants, the Dodgers, who else is a big market? The Yankees, like yeah. Red Sox, teams like that who are like, Okay, are we gonna get this guy and can we get somebody else and somebody mm-hmm. else? Like can we I mean the Braves right now are doing a great job of locking guys down for a reasonable amount of money. I mean it's still million, hundreds of millions of dollars or millions yeah. of dollars, or whatever, but they're getting a young core and then you got the Yankees who are gonna have to Pay Judge seven hundred fifty million dollars here. Um, so yeah, they better get it done this year. Yeah, but no, it's just it's crazy to think like it's a professional sport, but the markets are so different from team right. to team. Yeah, and I mean that's yeah that's the thing. There's not, there are some teams that they can just throw money and not have yeah. to worry about you know managing the managing the budget as much when there's teams that are out there like strategically planning their yeah. every, all the teams strategically plan their you know their budgets and their mm-hmm. you know their roster and stuff. But like there are teams that have to worry about you know their budget and other teams that really don't and 
And I think that's, you know, is like the, the Royals and yeah. the Twins, you know, they both got to worry about that stuff. Is it the MLB that doesn't have the luxury – or is it the luxury tax? I don't know if I'm saying that right. But there's know. a – I don't know if it's the NBA where the, you have a certain amount, but in the, in the MLB you can pass the certain amount of money you can spend on players and you end up just paying the other teams in the league, and that's why the Dodgers and teams like that, because their market is so big. I, yeah, I think sounds, you're yeah. right. So the yeah. luxury tax goes against you, obviously, if you're over the cap. You, you got that luxury, pay, yeah, yeah, and you're just hemorrhaging money at that point. Yeah, um, yeah, MLB. That's I think you're right. That yeah. that extra income just keeps going to basically just keep pumping money into yeah. the MLB because, like you said, there's teams out there that have pretty tough fan bases. Like I was out there for I think my first MLB game was a Twins game, really? and the first thought I had was how do they make money? Yeah, because it was just no, dead. Seriously. You know, it was like there's seriously. so many games in the year. Uh, but then, you know, like you said, you got the Dodgers, all those big dogs up there just pouring yeah. in money into the league. It's truly crazy, too. Like, just all sports in general. Like, the Twins, at one point this year, granted they crashed and fell, fell, but at one point this year were a playoff team. They were leading the AL Central, and you got 8,000 to 15,000 fans a game. It's not as bad as, like, the Athletics, but, like, it's not sold out. They're not – the fans aren't really there. Not saying Minnesota's fan bases are bad. The Vikings games are mm-hmm. electric. Wild games are electric. But there was just something about it where you got – then you got markets like Las Vegas, like the Raiders games. It's in yeah. Las Vegas. They're always going to be packed, mm-hmm. whether they're diehard fans mixed with just people in Las Vegas spending money on games and betting and stuff. It's yeah. just – it's so crazy how yeah. where sports in 10 to 15 years are even going to yeah. be at. Markets, because of markets are crazy. Markets are they're, – they're, they're pretty fascinating, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, and it sucks – that there are those small market teams, yeah. But that it makes it that much better when those small market teams come around. Like you know, we saw it in 2014, 2015, the Royals mm-hmm. have get some you know uh, trade deadline acquisitions and you know and Johnny Cueto and whoever they got. But that was the uh, oh they got Ben Zobrist in 2014. Oh, yeah. That was that was incredible. Ben Zobrist, one of my favorite all time <laughs> Royals. And it was short lived, but he, dude, he was he was playing at a ridiculous clip uh, in those two years. You guys um, seen Moneyball? You guys seen oh, yeah. Moneyball? Yeah, love yeah, that movie. Great that's movie. Such a good movie. Love that movie, dude. That's such oh, because that's the one. It's been a long time. That's the one where they basically get hammered with the salary cap, mm-hmm. uh, and he's like, "We can get all these players for cheap, and yeah. if you just add their numbers up, we're better." Yeah. That's I feel like that's the good. like analytics because they get out. on base. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 50 pile or 50 yeah. feet pile yeah can't say it yep. <laughs> then there's a no that's a i felt like that was what is it peter peter brand is that yeah. his name yeah the analytical guy yeah i feel like that was when the mlb started to kind of take a turn yeah in the sense of like okay holy cow like we can buy into these statistical things and right instead of like okay this guy there's hit a lot of homers last year let's sign him for millions of dollars there's proof in the pudding there you know yeah. you know guys get on base they score runs they hunt after a team full of guys like that, and they actually have success. Yeah. You know, didn't make it all the way, but they have success, and it you know kind of proves if you can put together a team like that, you know, especially with the money involved. Shoot, the sky's the limit. Speaking of scoring runs, you want to tell them about uh, yep the Huskers and Lawrence. I would love to. The hu- would you like to tell them about the Huskers and Lawrence? I had a. I great... want to hear your preview. Well, all right. So From... here's the deal. First inning rolls around. Josh Karen. <laughs> Two out, two run, Homer to get the Huskers going in Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, was that on the fifteenth? On October fifteenth, <clears throat> and, uh, and then what do we follow up with? Uh, you and Griff, back to back. Yeah. So, and then the second inning rolls around. 
Charlie Fisher, we're seeing this big old dude, looks like a lumberjack, throwing 95, and Charlie Fisher uh, finds a way to barrel one up and send it over the center field wall for a solo shot to get the second kicked off and going. Charlie had that one feel off the bat. Felt good. Yeah, Felt I, good. Bet. I bet. <laughs> Felt good. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, I think it was scorched. What was it, 108 off the bat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Charlie Fisher, big bat for the Huskers. Um can I, can I add something in that's sure. totally wearing number 99, too? Yeah, yeah, the kid's wearing 99. And what, 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 what news do you got on 99? What number do you wear right now? Like, what are you I'm assigned? I'm number 20. I was assigned. Mm-hmm. We're in a dilemma right now. What's that dilemma? I would like to wear number 99. Got it cleared. Coach Bolt's all for it as long as bringing energy and bringing that 99 um, spirit. Yeah, as long as I can rock the 99 with confidence and stuff. And lead is all for it. But we already ordered the jerseys for from our equipment guy Kyle so he's got to find a way if we have blank jerseys to make it work but okay well if you do get that number there's a couple of things you got to do Manny Ramirez no okay you got to hit 62 pumps because <laughs> for my 99 it goes to Aaron Judge okay now Manny Ramirez that is a great point to be made because if you want to be like Manny that entails a few things too because mm-hmm. that guy was a juice box Manny was dope, and I totally forgot that he wore number 99. But Got to grow out the hair. Yeah. Dreads. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I'm, th- I'm thinking I'm thinking you mix the two, a hybrid of Manny Ramirez, now that I got him in mind. Manny Ramirez, bring that charisma, that <laughs> swagger, and then the power that Judge has, and next thing you know, your first-round pick. I was going to say, Charlie I'm Fisher. a lot of money in my pocket if that was mm-hmm. possible to mix those two guys together. Well, you wear it, yeah. Just like feel the dreams. You build it, they'll come. You wear it, they'll come. Yeah, no. I uh, <laughs> on a side note, don't like talking about myself, but the Huskers come on, look good no. this weekend. I loved it. The Huskers look good in Lawrence. There was a sort, there was a certain je ne sais quoi about that team that we saw on, on Saturday. You're gonna have to tell me what that means. Well, it's sure. French. Okay. <laughs> we'll start there, <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's about it. Okay. Just right. know it's French. Cool. Um. <laughs> uh there was there was there was some dog in that team. There was. There was some dog. So I mean to to fill the listeners in, we we played UNO uh a couple weeks ago and that was kind of, you know, it was a, it was kind of a dog walking, right? You you know, we came out, got on top early, just kind of stayed along there, ended up winning 9-1 this game. This game we got out early and th- we kind of got punched back. We got punched back and and you know, you got you you always hear, you know, what it's not about, you know, who does the punch and it's a, you know, that doesn't define a team or someone. It's, you know, if what happens when they, when you get punched and, you know, do you either, do you lay down and wear it or you get back up? And that's what we saw. I mean, that's great to see because they, because Kansas fought back. They fought back, scored a few runs in a couple innings, got us down what four at one point. Yeah, it was nine, five, I yeah, think for, yeah. we played 14 innings and yeah. it was from, like the, I think it was five five after seven, yeah. and then from about inning, I want to say eight or nine to thirteen, yeah. we were down, yeah, four two or four, but yeah, yeah. I mean, we were we were we were pretty dormant on offense there for a little bit, but we woke the bats up, and it's great to see, and that's great to see early on, man. I mean, honestly, it's a, it's a breath of fresh air because you see you see the boys get down, it's like okay, it's time to see, it's yeah. time to see, and and the boys got back up on the saddle and. You know, had a couple 
timely hits and you know starting to gather some runs here and there but uh Ben Columbus yeah. with the, the two the, the ginger general. Oh dude, I love that. I love that. <laughs> Man, that dude he's got he's got the Pennywise flow, just red hair and flowing out the back. And of he's his got head. the Justin Turner beard, just all you know, orange. Sounds it's, like a leader. He's he's a dog. He's a dog and the guy's not even twenty one years old. Yeah. I didn't Looks could like you he's believe a, that? No. KP this sounds bad. I should have known the second I met him how old he was, but KP reminded me. That hey, did you know, like Lumbo's like not even twenty one years old, and I was like, oh, I thought he was twenty seven. Like he looks like a grown <laughs> man. It's crazy. He looks like a grown man. It's he's great. a very mature dude. Like he's it's incredible. not like he acts like he's a kid or anything. No. But I, when he told me that, I was like, you'd Holy. never guess. I can. I mean, I've been growing this mustache on my face for six and a half months with dye every other week, and this yeah, dude's got. There's no way that guy would get carded if he went to the bars. There's oh, no, no way. No, he'd walk right through the bouncer. He would card them. He would card the <laughs> bouncer. He would card them. But Colombo got. He torched one. Uh, clutch timing for Lumbo, man. Think, he, what, top of the 14th? Yeah. Think, oh, it was, it was do or die and took the lead of the two-run shot. And yeah. You see that video? Gave a little fist bump. <laughs> a little around. fist bump. Oh, it's I crazy. will say, I love what you said earlier. Uh, when a team, like, finding out who you truly are is when you're yeah. down. Because yeah. I didn't really think about that earlier. Because obviously you walk away with a win and a win, pretty or ugly. I mean, a win is a win at the end right. of the day, but. Just the whole entire – obviously, like you said, there's a little – I mean, you're there for nine hours. It mm-hmm. gets long, but, I mean, in the dugout, it's energetic the whole time. It's just a fun team yeah. to be around. It Especially is a really fun team when you start around. losing and nothing changes. I think that's the biggest thing is knowing that you're still in it, whereas I've definitely been a part of teams, high school and parts of college, where it's like the second you get down, you, just you, kind of, you can you tell. Feel you the, can tell. Yeah. There was no – there was no – granted, it was a false scrimmage. Yeah. Um, Obviously, the spring is the biggest test, but, I mean, right. that's a huge – way ahead of where you'd want to be. Right. Way I ahead mean, of that. You, there's not many teams in a fall scrimmage when you're there, like you said, for nine to ten hours. You're right. We're pulling up at what? We noon. left at nine. We le- yeah, we're getting to the yard at 830, yeah. right, to get all our stuff packed up to get to go to Lawrence, pack up the pack up the bus, and it's a three-and-a-half, you know, hour trip to, to Lawrence from, from the park and – you know, you got get there about twelve thirty one ish somewhere in there, and then we're you know kind of hanging around for a while, waiting for BP. It is not an easy thing to do, especially when you get punched in the mouth. Then you start thinking, oh boy, how's this bus ride gonna be <laughs> if we lose by four to the Jayhawks? To, Nothing to against the them, fall, but too. it's this, like this past Saturday was the last day of our yeah, it was the last day of yeah, our fall. Is, so it's like <laughs> that stuff starts creeping into your head, mm-hmm. man. It's over. <laughs> like, and I mean, I'd be lying if I told you as a guy that had no role in the game other than bringing the juice. It's just like, dude, we better win this game because that <laughs> yeah. boss ride is gonna yeah. suck. Yeah. yeah. That being said, though, we do got to get to our next break Pace here. And bills. Yeah, Pace Mills on Uncut with Kyle Perry and Charlie Fisher is here with us today. Uh, we'll be back right after this.